waves, my waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hey, welcome to High Road to Humanity, and this is Nancy Yearout, your host. Hey, every every week we bring you wonderful guests, and this week is no exception. We have a really interesting guest today. Her name is Carolyn James. Now, she's written this awesome book, and I'm going to hold it up here. It's called A Life by Request, A Life by Request, and it's a walk in Souls, a soul's journey from earth to heaven and back again. It's a true story, just so you know, of love, life, and the other side. Now, before I bring Carolyn on, I want to give you a little bit of information about her. So let me tell you about Carolyn. She's an expert in marketing and business communications. Carolyn's also the founder of HolisticCampus.com, an online portal and safe haven gathering spiritual practitioners from around the globe to create attainable and sustainable holistic and spiritual care. That's awesome. Uh, James has been featured in, now this is her husband and we'll talk about that, um, has been featured in Fast Company, the Boston Globe, and several other publications as well as television and radio. So A Life by Request is her first book. She's currently writing the sequel, which picks up where the first book left off about her personal walk in a soul's journey. Now, let me tell you what this book is about, because this is something that I've never dealt with before. This is a (laughs) brand new subject for me. And I told Carolyn that uh, when I just connected with her a few minutes ago. But Carolyn James, okay, let me just say, she's an award-winning entrepreneur, a reluctant author, she says, originally feeling uncomfortable about sharing this story and arguing with herself. So if I tell anyone that the man of my heart who died 20 years ago asked to come back and switch places with my husband's body, I'd be looked at, uh, I'd be locked up in a rubber room is what she says. Finally, after years of internal dialogue, she sat down at her computer and she began to write, hey, welcome to High Road to Humanity, Carolyn. (laughs) Thank you, Nancy. And it's all very true what you just said. I couldn't help but laugh. (laughs) I've never run across it. I've had a lot of psychic mediums. I've had all different holistic people, healers on my show. I've never had anyone tell me that they've had this happen. So I'm going to let you tell your story. <laughs> well, happy day. It's your first time, right? Yes. Your voyage and walking. <laughs> yes. Tell me your story. Tell the audience how this happened or give them a, a brief synopsis of what went on here. Okay. So um, about 2011, um, I, I was living in Charleston, South Carolina, and as things happen, everything happens for a reason, I ended up back in Rhode Island, where I'm from, um, and sitting in front of a medium. And the first thing they said to me is, do you know what a walk-in is? Well, I had no idea. Uh, didn't know what it meant. But right. as the conversation, this was just a little half an hour, but as the conversation went on, the she said, there's, there's someone here that um, wants to ask your permission. And I knew it was Jay. And what he said is, can I come back to you? Now, he died in 1995. How did he die? Um, heart disease. 
Okay. And were you in contact with him at this time or? No, no. We ha- he uh, we were dating and had a whirlwind romance for years, um, and then that we we broke up, and then um, then he died, and I hadn't communicated with him on the other side until. And the- you were married to Tom, right, at the mm-hmm. time? Mm-hmm. Okay. All yeah, right. exactly. Well, he realized that Tom wanted to leave. I mean, it was not a happy marriage at all, and he wanted to go back to spirit. So. Jay said, okay, well, then let me come back in because he knew I was unhappy and sad and it was just, it was a miserable life. Um, So he had to come and ask my permission. And so I gave him my permission. I said, gladly. And then here we are nine years later with all of this going on. So that was I was going to ask you what kind of timeline we were talking about. And, and let me just tell the audience, um, it, I'll kind of help out a little. When you first found this out, you went to a medium. I think her name was April. Is that Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Okay. So you just, because your friend was going to see a medium, no other reason, you just decided to go along. Is that right? Is that correct? Yes, we could. Yes, that's how it all came to be. She said, hey, I'm going to go see a medium. Do you want to come? And yeah, okay, yeah, I'm up for anything. And so off we went. Um, of course, it was all planned. I didn't know that then. <laughs> right. Divine intervention, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. So you continued to see mediums through the process because it took, I, I read your book, or I didn't read every bit of it, but I, I read most of it and it said it was 18 months. So, so your husband, so let me understand this. So Tom, your husband, and you were in an unhappy relationship and your love of your life had died, but now you go to this medium and his name is Jay. Is that right? No, Jay is actually my twin flame. Okay. The man that came back. He's the man that came back. Okay. So he comes through the medium and says, what? Um, will you have me back? I had to, the, I had to know who it was. Okay. You know, there's all these little trials and tests. It's not just here. You go on a silver platter. I had to know who it was. And she said, there's a tall gentleman here, dark hair, dark eyes, and he's standing behind you and he just kissed you on top of the head. And he, and he, that's when she said, do you know where to walk in is? And she said, he's asking permission to come back to you. Right. That's how it began. And I knew it was Jay. And I said, oh, of course, of course, of course. And then then it started. So because that permission was given and Tom's soul also gave permission, he wanted to go back. He was giving Jay permission to come in and use the vessel. I see. And so they made the switch 18 months later, right? Yeah. They, yes, there were a lot of lessons he had to learn, classes they had to go through, as as did I, uh, here on in 3D as much as I could understand the process. But yeah, and then within 18 months, um, so it was April I talked to constantly throughout this, and probably 15 to 20 other mediums. I wanted verification. I wanted, is this really true? Am I going crazy? Okay. So you just didn't go to one and she told me you went to several and they all confirmed that this was the situation. Now here's my big question on this one. So when the switch was made and I understand it was made and, and this was interesting. I read this in the book with one breath. The switch was made. His soul went to heaven. Tom's soul went to heaven and the new, your old flame came in, right? Yep. So how long did it take it? Because you've got that cellular memory. See, I, I think about all these things and you talk yep. about it in the book. You've got the cellular memory in your body. So you know um, 
the other person's information, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So how difficult was it for you to realize that the switch was happening and the new person was coming in? Like, could he still go to his same job and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> well, it took nine years. I mean, it just kept going. Um, yes, he went to the same job. Okay. The cellular memory was in there, but what happened is, uh, Jay and Tom were braided, actually. It's not an instant in and out, although the process itself is that quick in the breath. Still, uh, they were, yeah, they were braided there. So little things happened. Um, I could see Jay. I could still see Tom. And, yes, he went into Tom's job, kind of did a better job than than Tom did at it. But, um and what about family? I thought about that, that too. What about Tom's family? Did they realize that it wasn't him? <laughs> yes, yes. But they were uh, churchgoers, which is absolutely fine. I go to church too, but they did. Right. None of this was going to be a conversation with them. So um, they they kept saying, "What's what's going on? You know, why is he so happy? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing?" <laughs> And it's, I couldn't, I couldn't have that conversation with them. <laughs> Just that wasn't. Now, they, do they know today? Do they know today that that it's not him or no? Since you've been out in, in the public and talking about this on on radio shows and things like that. No, they don't. Oh, they still don't know. Mm-mm. Well, if they okay. do know, they know I wrote a book. They know I went on tour with it. They know all of that. But yeah, we're not going there. <laughs> you know, they're kind okay. of. Okay. Well, and I thought this was interesting. You talk in the book, and I've got a bunch of notes here that I wrote down, and you say there was a silver cord, because I wanted people to understand this, that it can happen. Um, I've never heard of this before. This is new information, but I'm open-minded, so I'm not saying, you know, this can't happen. God is is amazing. Um, but what you talk about, and if you can talk about the transfer, we've got about two minutes to break, but there's a silver cord between Tom and Jay, and and that had to be disconnected, or how did that work? The silver cord, it, we all have one. Right. So the silver cord was switched from the other side on the bodies, if you will. I don't know the details of that. I was okay. just told the silver cord was transferred, but we all have one tethering us to the other side. So from what, you, from what you've learned, do we, and we've got about two minutes, but... So if we're unhappy here, say somebody wants to commit suicide and they're just unhappy here, is it possible that they can go and have somebody else come back and switch bodies? Well, anything is possible, as we all know. But to preface that, the thing with this particular, there are other walk-ins that have happened. Right. That's my question. So there are other people Mm -hmm. that have done this. Not this way, though. This particular walk-in is that of a loved one that left coming back to the ones they left behind in the same lifetime. Okay. This is the difference here. There are walk-ins in political offices. They say Abraham Lincoln was a walk-in. It's, really? It's, mm-hmm, it's to bring a higher empathy, a higher understanding of the other side to people in important positions. Okay. That's what it usually has been. But this is literally loved ones coming back to the wow. person they left. Well, hey, you guys, I want you to know we are here with Carolyn James today. Her book is called A Life by Request. Carolyn, where do they get your book? Uh, It looks like it's an Amazon number one bestseller. Is that right? 
Yes, that's the best place to get it. It's in Barnes okay. and everything else, but Amazon's the quickest. <laughs> do you have a website that you want to give out, or how do people contact you if they'd like to ask you questions? Yes, it's a lifebyrequest.com. Okay, you guys. So it's a lifebyrequest.com. It's Carolyn James. And, you know, this is a really interesting subject. And if you know anybody who is interested in the hereafter and these type of things, uh, you need to share the show because this is a really interesting um, concept that another soul can switch with a body and come in and finish out a lifetime. And I would imagine you're blissfully happy. Is that right? Uh, getting there, yes. More <laughs> <Yeah>. story. <laughs> perfect, perfect. We'll be right back. Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hey, all you high road listeners out there. I just want to take a moment to share with you our new sponsor. I've been working with bestradiotravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to my loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rate. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to The High Road. Welcome back to High Road to Humanity, and this is Nancy Yearout, your host. And we're here today with Carolyn James, and she's written a wonderful book. It's a true story, A Life by Request. And this is about her love of her life coming back and going into her husband's body and he going to be with God and disagreeing. Now, I remember in the book, there was a point, Carolyn, where you were the two men um, didn't agree where there might have been a problem. Can you talk about that? Because your husband really didn't, he wanted to go and he agreed to go. But then when it came time to do it, he had some second thoughts. Can you address that? That's exactly what happened. And has st- it's still happening. So, it yes, it is still happening, which is and 
this is where the rest of the story, but um, he decided, okay, this isn't so bad and I don't want to go. Oh. So they were, they've been braided for a very long time and it's causing some conflict in there. Okay. Because when you go into an, and I, we were, I started to talk about this on the first segment of our show when, okay. So when a new soul comes into the body, you know, there's all that DNA and there's all those cells that have the old memories. And so how long has it taken for the old memories to be of, of, you know, your husband to be gone and the, memories from before of the love of your life to come back. I mean, has that happened yet? Is that how, how long? Did... It's been sporadic. So from the standpoint of there are um, different percentages, if you will, of okay. Jay was in there much more. And then Tom was in there much more. It, and it went back and forth for it still kind of is going back and forth for quite a long time. But right now we're in a mess right now. It's very, very difficult. So with, so over in the spirit world, you say that the mediums told you that this was something that had never been done before. It was kind of a big deal. It sounds like it wasn't as successful as what they had hoped. Exactly. Am I wrong? No, no, you're absolutely right. We're, we were kind of the guinea pigs. Now, walk-ins have happened before, absolutely. Right. Um, I said in different ways, but this particular one coming back to the same lifetime to your loved ones was the experiment, if you will. To see um, if it would fly, and it just hasn't worked out because your husband, your who you're married to or, or before, Tom, he's upset and he doesn't like his life now. Well, the, they're they're both in there, if you will. Uh, Jay is more dormant than Tom at this point. They just couldn't get along. So right now we have a mess. Um, Jay is actually, well, I might as well just say, so I'm going through a divorce right now. Oh, my um, goodness. Um, and Jay is looking for a new vessel. Oh, my gosh. Because they just, they couldn't get along. So, you know, uh, where the book ends and what you, what you know, of course, before we talked, again, it was all, it was beautiful. All of that happened. And I could see all of the changes and see everything um, that was Jay. And I could kind of tell the difference. Although at some points I couldn't, sometimes I couldn't tell who it was. Right. But then uh, Tom didn't want to let go. Jay was not, ha we're talking about a man that was an actor and, a, and the, my husband was an accountant, completely different. So Jay, so it's a, a clash almost. Oh, very much. Very, very okay. different, very different right. people. Yeah. Um, and they knew each other when they were here too, and they still didn't like each other, <laughs> which is kind of ironic, but, um, so they so, knew each other in this life before they did this. Okay. No, yeah, they did. Yeah, and, and you found out, and, and I want to talk about that too. You know, a lot of these things when they happen, um, you know, they thought with the transfer it would help raise the consciousness. Is that right? Yes, there is. In what way? I guess that's my question because I'm I'm here trying to raise the consciousness too. Actually, I'm doing my best and I'm doing a pretty good job, I think. But how, <laughs> but how did they think that 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 this? I guess I need to wrap my head around this. How did they believe, Carolyn, that this, that this would raise the consciousness on the planet? That this would help things? Um. It was, it was not so much, yes, raising the consciousness is anything. It's, it's understanding any piece of this, the awareness, the, the enlightenment of just what actually is happening on the other side. But this was a way, okay, if you look, you have a, you have a, a pitch dark room and then you have one little flashlight and that one little flashlight 
shines and now the darkness is broken. Right. So, so from the standpoint, if, if someone is grieving so terribly here and it's a pro and it's, so they're able to get back their loved one and have that connection again, that is just a beautiful thing and it can help all of it. So now we have one light shining. We have more light shining as more and more, there's a line on the other side waiting to do this, waiting for us to perfect this. And I think some test cases have gone through too, because people from are connecting me about from the book and saying, I think this is happening to me. I need to talk, which is great. I love those conversations, but yeah, that's really interesting. So you're telling me there's people lined up on the other side from what you can understand, from what you realize from working with this for all these years that are coming back because they're, it's a a satisfying, satisfying themselves in a relationship or bringing themselves to a better level, or it's just a love thing or because love is the answer. Love is everything. Yeah. Everything. And the chaos that we have now in this world and in many parts of spirituality, there's a lot of chaos. And they're, they're very upset on the other side about that. So by, right. bringing, by bringing this this one little bit of love in, and it changes everything. Love changes everything. Right. So to say this at X plus Y equals Z, no, bring in the love. It'll all work itself out. That's the point. Yeah. And, you know, talking to you, I can tell you've learned a lot along the way spiritually and about the other side with all this in your life. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) What has been the most interesting thing or the most like, wow, thing other than the the, the walking into the body? But other (laughs) than that, what has been a real surprise for you about the other side? Wow. Oh, the, well, the, the, almost the intelligence, I want to say it's so since, since that one, that one part and talking with all these different mediums, I now have three guides that channel to me two, three hours a day. And they're trying to teach myself everything to write in a third book about what's happening on the other side. And what I can't get over is the enormity and, and the love of what, of the other side. I just, we have, I have these conversations. They know everything that's going on. They're always here with all of us. And and that's comforting to know that our loved ones, when they do go, they go to love and that they are watching over us just like we think they are. They are watching over us. Yes. But there's the good and the bad, like anything else. There's the good and the bad on the other side as well. Um, I'm really taken aback by how much chaos there is, how where this planet and humans are just headed in the wrong direction. And we're all trying and we're all trying to make it work, but we have to wake up and really do something about that because we're, he- we're, I don't know how much longer this will last. So it's the, 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 the chaos part of this, the trying to bring back all of this love is so important for us to turn around because I understand. No, and I, you know, and I, I get that completely. And I'm, I'm a positive kind of girl, Carolyn. And I, (laughs) yeah. And the more I do this work and the more um, time I spend speaking with people like you, I realize that there are a lot of us out there that are raising the consciousness and we are making a difference. And I do see a positive end to all of this because I think eventually enough people will get the, the, 
message instead of just the material message. Um, how do you feel about that? You cut out a little bit, but I, I, I understand what you're saying is we're all trying to work to make this better. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot. Well, there's so many people, so many light workers, and you understand what a light worker is, and you're a light worker, from what I read in the book. And there's so many of us on the planet raising the consciousness that I do believe we'll get there. So, what do you think? I think we're going to get there. I think we can get there. There is absolutely still a possibility for that. Yes, yes. if we I all so work too. together. That's the part. That's the part. If we're all going to work together, because there, when I say that about the chaos, that's what's, you know, somebody can hang a shingle and say, okay, I'm a medium, but are they, are they guided the right way? Is every, I don't know. I. Well, no, tell me what you think. So you've been to a lot of mediums. Do you think there are different mediums that aren't on the light side that are on the dark side? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes. And that's, oh, so there is the, there is the, the dark and the light and there's good and bad in both the dark and the light. And they, they all have agendas and that's fine. But if we can all work together to find the true psychics and mediums and witches, and they all need to come together. It's not, it shouldn't be separate. It all needs to work together. The religion, the spirituality, the magical, it's all together. And if we can all work together, then there's something different, but there's a lot of, no, 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 that doesn't work. Only this works. Or it's, um, well, I go to one medium to help me with everything, but there are so many pieces of it. There's right. soul retrieval and Akashic records and all of those pieces that need to yeah. come together to create that safe haven. And right. I think where my frustration lies in is how many I've talked to over the past 10 years and how many absolutely don't know what they're talking about. Well, that's kind of scary to hear. We've got about two minutes to break. Um, I I've talked to different, I'm a psychic myself and um, you know, a lot of it's, it, it's your intention, you know, is your intention mm-hmm. good? Sometimes, you know, we all have, we all have the gift of intuition and we all have the gift yeah. to be psychic if we want to be. And I think it's how you use it. And uh, I always tell everybody you can use your power for good or you can use it for evil right. because, the energy is there for our use. That's um, that's what I think. And you just have to really be careful um, of who you talk to and uh, who you communicate. And even when you do go to see uh, a medium, I always tell everybody, take everything with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. it's your life and you have choices and we are given free will. Don't you agree with that one? Oh, absolutely. Free will is... It, that's it, huh? Freedom. It, is everything in our lives. Yeah. But I think there's there there are many people out there to believe by others or even by themselves that they are their that their loved ones are walk-ins by sometimes unscrupulous psychics or medium okay got to get the next paycheck got to get the next paycheck yeah and i see that too but you know what i we're almost to break but i see those ones that are just out for the money they kind of seem to fall off by the wayside because god's still in control of this whole yes thing. he is thank you <laughs> <laughs> so here we go we're here today you guys with carolyn james her book is called a life by request a walk in soul's journey from earth to heaven and back again it's a true story of love life and the other side and this is nancy you're out your host i'm so glad you guys joined me today um we're going to talk more with carolyn about the situation and what's going on in- on high road to humanity but make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on itunes iHeartRadio, or download directly from nancy's website nancyyearout.com so you never miss an episode of the high road 
TogiNet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15% to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Nancy to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through TogiNet Radio. We have negotiated special rates at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com slash Nancy to sign up and enjoy the discounts. That is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Nancy. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to The High Road. Hey, welcome back to High Road to Humanity. And this is Nancy, you're out your host. Don't forget to check out my website. If you want a psychic reading, you can go to my site. It's nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com. And you can go ahead and um, book an appointment with me. We're here today with Carolyn James. We're talking about a soul that left her husband's body, went back to God, and a new soul that was the love of her life that came in. Now, since we've had our conversation, Carolyn has said that there there's a divorce going on. I want to understand, and, and I understand this whole thing is a growth. We talked on the break, Carolyn, you're, like, you said this whole situation, it's the first time they've ever done this uh, in spirit world where they've let someone come in the same lifetime. Um, so it's a learning experience, I guess, more than anything. Yes. It, it, yes. We're learning to try to perfect the situation or, or, process as much as we can. So there's a lot of trials and, and things that we're going through. It's fine. We're, we're get, we're getting through it. But as I said, there is a line and wanting to do it and they want it to be smooth. Now you're, I feel bad because it's almost like 
Jay and Tom are kind of lost in a way, or maybe they're not. They're, they're, you said something about looking for another body. I'm confused on that. Can you kind of clarify? Sure. So um, they are still braided, although it is mostly Tom right now in there. Jay, as, as I mentioned to you, I, Tom and I are divorcing, and Jay is looking for another vessel. And when that other vessel comes, he will completely leave Jim, go back to spirit and come into the new vessel. And oh, you, you may say, well, how are we going to know? So Jay and I are working on on the memories, on the authenticity of our relationship. So there are things I will we will be able to prove this because of the memories we had when we were together that aren't in the book. Nobody knows what they are. So right. by facts and evidence, we can know it. It happens, which is a huge thing. For, for you're as a psychic, you know how important that is. It's- well, yeah, and you talked about on the break, and I wanted to bring this up with people because the more spiritual you become, different people in your life don't fit in anymore because you've changed your vibration and you've become a different person. The more spiritual be- you become, it changes you. Can you address that? Oh yes, absolutely. Um, this is not, the spiritual, the enlightenment part of it. Yes, so. Uh, a higher vibration and we can all say yes let's get to a higher vibration but what is that vibration and what are we trying to get to to me it's a more of an understanding it's a remembering of what it was like on the other side and as we start to feel this way there's no going back it's once you've learned this so much more in your life doesn't make sense or is clarified one or the other but right so you either stuff all this down and still play the facade and play the game or you keep going and acknowledge it and, and internalize it all, externalize it all that those pieces mean those that like, I can't have a conversation with Tom about this. I mean, he's like, Oh, I didn't, he's the guy that said, I don't believe in ghosts. I've never seen one. And he still feels that way. So he doesn't believe in any of this stuff. And he no, calls no. it ooey gooey and weird. And you no. can't have a conversation because you're way beyond him at this point. Yeah, and I, yeah, just different. I hate to say way beyond. It's not any better. It's just I different. understand more, and I'm guided so intensely every day. You can't go back. I think that's what it is. Once you know this stuff you and once you're back. enlightened, you can't go back. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, exactly. Or you have to just stuff it all down, and I'm not, I choose not to do that. I came right. here. Even I know what my job is here, and I will do it. And unfortunately, some things fall by the wayside. You know, I feel that way too. And I'm glad you said that because I feel like my job here is to bring people like you onto my show to bring these subjects out into the open so that people are aware of the world of spirit, the world of God. And those are the things that we, that have gotten lost in our Mm -hmm. world. And so I understand exactly where you're coming from. Um, It's basically you're following your heart. Yes. Yes. And what you know to be the truth. And not all the trappings around you. Like I came into this world thinking everything had to look a certain way. Well, I, you know, way past that now. It it doesn't matter. What is true, all of the things that we think and wonder about, most of them are all true. Right. Do we accept it or do we reject it? And I've just chose to accept it, which is why now we're in the situation we're in. Right. So you can ignore, you could ignore it and continue on, but then you're not living your true authentic self. You're not being who you are. You're pretending, you're pretending. And then the life that we've chosen and the life that we've planned here, well, then this was a wasted life and I don't want that to happen. And I under that's right, right on, man. (laughs) (laughs) That is so right on because 
Yeah, because you've got to be who you are and you can't change. You know, I've run into that situation too where, you know, people have said to me, oh, well, you don't want to do psychic readings or you don't really want to be one of those people, but I am one of those people. <laughs> so and, own it, baby. Own it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm so, um, I feel so blessed. And I think you probably do too, because I know things and uh, sometimes I keep them to myself. But if, I can help people. And I think you feel that way too. Yes. Helping. And that's my point for being here. I'm here to help the walk-ins as they come forward, which is why we're going through all these trials and tribulations. As I may have said, I didn't mean to repeat myself, but no, you're good. You're good. I understand it. So you're, you're the Guinea pigs, like I said, and this will help. And from, so now let me make sure that I understand this. This will help with the shift in consciousness because it'll change the energy because more loved ones will come into other people's bodies, which will be on earth, which will help change the vibration. Is that right? Yes. Well, okay. yes, because okay. now the, the love is stronger. The love okay. conquers all. The, you know, that's not a cliche. It it does. It does. And love always wins, no matter how much negativity comes in. Even if it has to swoop in at the last minute and change everything, it will. But love is the key. So the more love we can have here and bring here, the, the better of a difference, the more of a difference we can make. Now, you talk a little bit in the book how you were, um, you went to see a psychic and she was talking, or I, I can't remember whether it was a man or a woman, but something about a codependent relationship. And this really hit home with me because, and I want you to talk about it, because a lot of us light workers who come into the world want to help everybody and we forget to help ourselves. Can you address that? <laughs> Yeah, can you talk about that, Carolyn? All I can do is agree. (laughs) All I can do is agree. Right. It's um, not the hamster wheel, but constantly, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? And at some point, you probably do the same thing, and we crash. It's like, okay, but if we can't help ourselves, if we can't be stabilized and love ourselves, we're not going to be able to help anybody else in the long run. So not putting ourselves first, but at least paying attention we're right. doing something for ourselves to keep going for everybody else. And with you divorcing Tom, you'll be able to be more whole in order to help the other walk-ins come in. Oh, good point. Yes, absolutely. Because now okay. it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. That's well, fine. no, that makes total sense because mm-hmm. here's how I look at it. We're all here. Um, we all have a, a reason that we're here. You know your purpose. I know pretty much know my purpose to be here. And if we don't fulfill that purpose, uh, it's kind of interesting that you said then we kind of wasted a life because mm. we didn't. We we all have we all decide what we we're going to accomplish when we come down here. Is that what you think too, Carolyn? Absolutely. I think we plan it completely. Every part of it is planned. What we all of it and. Where we went wrong in this lifetime is Jay and I were supposed to stay together and do the spiritual work, but that didn't work. I married Tom, and then now we're on. Now he now Jay has to come back, so we're kind of on Plan B, if you will. But yeah, I think it's all. How long, how long does he have to find another body, and how does that matter. work? It doesn't matter. However long it takes, okay. Find okay. It. Um, okay. I'm. Uh, I'm hopeful that it will be within the next year. And how he finds it is actually um, walk-ins very often or have before this situation have definitely have come in near death experiences or um, 
an accident that happened. I don't know if you've ever watched Ghost Whisperer, but there was a whole season on that, um, on walk-ins. They called it a step-in at that process. That no, I mean, I used to watch Ghost Whisperer, but I didn't see it. We got about three minutes to break, but tell me. So this isn't a new thing. It's just that I haven't heard about it. I've, yeah, exactly. It's a new way of doing it, this part, but no, walk-in, they, they've been, been going on for a very long time. That is crazy. Now, you also talk, and I talk on my show a lot about grounding yourself. And um, you mention it in your book, too, that if you just stay grounded and stay here in the present, that that helps raise the consciousness and that helps yourself. Um, that's one of the things that I saw that you put in there. Do you ground yourself every day? I try. I admit I'm <laughs> I'm not that much of a habitual person, but no, uh, to me, it's stay present here. It's, it's, yes, it's being honest with yourself and who you are and what you're doing. That to me is what the grounding is. Just being genuine and authentic. Just being the real you. Being and not trip. all up in your head and no, oh, isn't this all? Well, yes, it's all wonderful. It's all amazing, but we're still living here and we still have to do this work and we still have to accomplish what we came to do yeah and that's hard because you want to get into the you when you're into the spiritual stuff you'd like to just escape i have a friend mm -hmm. of mine and she was on the show a couple of weeks ago and she always says just say self get back in your body and she said <laughs> you can feel yeah and so i've done that a couple of times self get back in your body i like that feel when you're out of your body because sometimes things traumatic in life happen and we just don't want to be here anymore. I mean, that's, that's the truth. Yeah. And it's easy to escape to the other side and all what we believe it to be. And once you experience it, really, is it, <laughs> it's so much better on the other side, but we're here yeah. and we have to stay. <laughs> but we have to stay here because we have to learn and that's why we're here. And, and I think it's really awesome that you're doing this work and there's a lot of us out there um, we got about one minute to, to our commercial break, but what's a good, what's something you can share with us that would help people um, stay grounded here? Carolyn, what do you think? You know, everyone says meditation and I do agree with that. I think I meditation too. is a very, very important thing, but I think also by being real, realistic and, and this is the situation that we're in and looking at it as, as though there are things that I can do and making them happen. In other words, not just leaving it up to spirit. That's important. Divine timing, it all happens. But when it comes to what we can do. We got to do our own work, too. We got to do our own work. Yeah. yeah. You guys, we've got about 15 seconds to break. And we are here today with Carolyn James. Her book is called A Life by Request. You can pick it up at Amazon. And we'll be right back. This is Nancy Yerrell. We'll be right back with The High Road and more. Don't forget to visit Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to sign up for her intuitive personal coaching program or to book a psychic reading. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747.
have a book titled The Art of Doing Nothing by Veronica Vien in our guest room by the bed. I'm telling you, this book is an impossible challenge. In the state of Maine, it's said that someone who bottoms chairs for a living is lazy, presumably because one's bottom is perpetually in the chair. To sozzle means to laze around or perform a task in a sloppy way. The word is mainly found in New England. A quote from 1848 describes the term as used by housekeepers in certain parts of Connecticut to refer to a lazy person. Other words for lazy people are abbey lubbers, scabberlatchers, and slaughter pooches. To me, the ultimate loblolly is someone who is too lazy to even fake like they're working. It's marching day. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hey, welcome back to High Road to Humanity, and this is Nancy Yerault, your host. Hey, Carolyn James, I just want to thank you for coming on. Um, we've got one more segment to talk about some stuff, but thanks for being here. And you guys got to pick up her book. It's called A Life by Request, and she you can pick it up at Amazon, and she's working on her next book. And when do you think that will be done, Carolyn? Um, the next book will, well, I'm working on it now. It'll be a lot longer, a lot a lot more in-depth. But it's, Okay. Yeah, a lot more in-depth. I'm... Probably I'll finish it by next, uh, probably next year, next December. Next year sometime. Okay. Yeah. I asked you on the break what you wanted to talk about, and um, you said authentic- authenticity. So take it away, Carolyn. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me here today. Nancy. You're welcome. Great to have you. So I think the authenticity piece is I'm, I'm really searching to find practitioners who, who truly understand that are real and that can help others that are going through this process to help us cut through the chaos of those that are unscrupulous in this field. I know we've discussed that a little bit. Yeah. And, and what you know, do you think, do you think that we're all not sticking to, here's what I see. And I want to know what you think. Do you think all of us practitioners, light workers out there are not sticking together? It's all about me, me, me. I think that's, there's a big part of that. Yes. Although they're saying, yes, yes, we're all sticking together. But then if, you know, it's okay, come to, we're all connected. That's the we're whole all thing. connected. And it, right. it, it, if, if someone is looking for help with something, it will take more than just one medium and, or one psych or whatever practitioner it is. But what I've found in the grieving process and others that I've worked with a lot of grieving, as you can imagine in this, are those that, okay, well, I got this one. And they've gone on and on for months and months and charged all kinds of money. And the person isn't getting anything and they're not getting what's true. That's the part that that's what I think is, is they're feeding off, making profit. Well, yeah. And I, I, I hear you. I run across that myself. I can remember when I first became really intuitive and I had a lady and she wanted to be my coach and she wanted to tell me all kinds of stuff, but not everything was the case. And, and as you become more intuitive, you know, things yourself, and then you're able to pick up that this is a money making thing and it's not Mm -hmm. about you. Right. Exactly. But how many, so you understand that I am lucky enough to understand that, but what about everybody that isn't? So in creating that, a safe haven of all of those people that are true and trust, you know, 
know, tried and true and genuine, right. like-minded people that truly are knowledgeable and capable and, right. and want to help, I know they're out there. I know they're Well, out. they are, because I'll tell you what, and I'm going to be real honest with you. I have had them on my show every week, and I'm very fortunate because I've had so many interesting people who really care about doing their work, whether it be meditation or yoga. I've had people on Jin Shin. I've had Reiki, mm. you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I've had all these different people come, and each show, uh, the Lord brings me these people, and they teach us something. And uh, so just like you coming on today. You've really taught me a lot and taught the audience a lot because you have to be open-minded and you have to know that God, um, you know, can do these things, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. And those people, imagine how powerful and wonderful that could be that all these come together in, in their own modalities and in their own specialties and present all of this together to someone to really help their entire soul, all of the pieces that they're struggling with. I just, that's my mission. I think that's just such a beautiful thing. Now I work with walk-ins or loved in, loved ones of walk-ins. That's the okay. point, but these are the pieces. Right. Well, and you know, there's so many out there who are looking for help. People are really lost these days. Um, I see people, we had talked about a little bit earlier about looking for material and money to say, hey, look, I made it. But that's not what it's about. It's about love and compassion and being together, connection, right? Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with the fame and fortune for those that are seeking it. It doesn't mean they're any better than anybody else. I've, I've met some incredible mediums in little storefronts in little towns in America that are not out there. Look at me, look at me. And they're better. They're amazing. Amazing, amazingly connected. And it's pure for them. Right. And everybody has to make money. Of course they have to put food on the table, but there's, where's the line? When does it turn into, okay, now, now it's all about me and the ego kicks in. Right. And that's it. You hit it right on the head. It's the ego because we can't, can't be about the ego. Cause if we're about the ego, then we're not about love and helping and really doing the proper work because you got to get the ego completely out of it. Exactly. In it has to be yeah. pure. And you know, you hear, you listen to some of these people online and everything. Honestly, the ones I search for are usually in the little, back rooms or the little storefronts and they're usually the ones because they're real they're authentic mm-hmm. just like you said i have yeah. a friend of mine who has a show mari mitchell and she her show is called your authentic self and i've been on her show and she's been on mine and that's her big uh mantra is you know be your authentic self be who you are and that's your point too isn't it absolutely be who you are be honest with it don't worry about what everybody thinks on the other side follow your heart and I think so, too. Now, I have a question for you. Since you've been doing this work, because it sounds to me like once you start going to mediums, and I know you meditate because I meditate, and the more you do this work, you become very intuitive yourself. Have you become very intuitive, Carolyn? Yes. Well, I've always been empathic. Um much okay. and I've always been intuitive. Now that I know what it looks like, yes, definitely. But where my messaging comes through is there is a channel that works with kind of like uh, Neil Donald Walsh and conversations with God. I'm channeled two to three hours a day on what they want me to spread out for. And you write it down? Do you write as you I write it down? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So those are the important parts. Intuitiveness. I don't directly connect, although it all comes to me and I know it's certainly not me. Even parts of the book. Yes, it's all nonfiction, but I know that was a lot of automatic writing going on there too. <laughs> right. right. So you connect with your guides. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. There's three of them. Every, yeah. Okay. So you're much more spiritual because of the situation that happened to you in your life. It changed you completely. Oh, completely. And yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful for it. Yes. Now, and it's also probably changed. I don't know if you have children. Did it change all the people around you as well? Um, yes, I do have children. Extended family, I don't have any extended family. So there was no issue there. But when it comes to my own children, I have three boys. One, nope, not going there, mom, can't be bothered. <laughs> okay. The youngest one is already connecting. He's very, he's very intuitive. Um, you know, well, Usually it runs in the family. My kids are that way too. Yeah, this this one was adopted though, but he was. Oh, okay. no, it's funny. I had a I had a miscarriage, and then um, this this boy we adopted would have been born the same time my miscarriage. So that all needed to happen. He was supposed to come into our lives, but um, okay. yeah, he's uh, he's been seeing spirits since he was a baby. Wow. So he's really growing into that too, which is so we have these conversations all the time. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's good. So, so, and I have that too. One of my children is a little more open than the other one is too. So, yeah. I mean, you have that with people, but as I think as you get older too, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, the more, um, as, as we age, we are more open to some of these things because then we realize our own mortality, right? Yes, exactly. And you, you know, uh, People that are in nursing homes, I remember my um, my aunt, she had Alzheimer's and she was back to the baby state. I mean, she couldn't. And then one day she said, I see God. And oh, my goodness. Died. She died two minutes later. So it all comes back. It all comes back. And I think we want to be open to it. Like, OK, I, I'm, a, I'm at the end here. I hope there's something on the other side. I better pay attention. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think, you know, like I said before, everybody's searching. And the more um, people like you writing books and um, people like myself can get out there and talk about spirituality. I think a lot of people have been turned off by organized religion, which I understand. Mm. I to, um, but the boss to the Bible and God is still there. And, you know, we, we just right. have to, to maybe approach it in a different way so that people are more comfortable understanding that when we connect with God and we connect with the divine, that it changes your life. Yes. And there's so much more to it. I, I agree with you about organized religion in a lot of places. Uh, you know, reading the history, a lot of it was control. Right. But so much is left out. We we look at the Bible and they talk about archangels and miracles all day long. But right. meanwhile, I went to talk to my pastors. Like, oh no, 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 we're not. No, we don't believe in that here. Well, yeah, you kind of do. It says so right here in this. Yeah, story. it says it in the Bible. That's true. <laughs> You're exactly right. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. My daughter and I were at lunch yesterday and we were talking about the Holy Spirit in in Acts and how um, when Jesus was here and he brought the Holy Spirit, he showed the Holy Spirit came into the disciples. And that is the light. And it's right in the Bible. And those are things that people can do every day, um, you know, to enlighten themselves during meditation or whatever it is. You yeah. can visualize, you know, the light coming in, the Holy Spirit coming to you and, and helping you. And you can ask, hey, I need I need help with a new job or I need help with my relationship. And those are the that's when you need to talk to God and ask for help. You know, the prayer. Yeah. yeah. And it, it maybe it's not formal prayer, but it's having a conversation with God. Yes, exactly. And there are walk-ins in the Bible. Really? Mm-hmm. The story. I like that's so that interesting. When you, when you think, my guides actually said, think about it, Carolyn. Jesus was the first walk-in. 
in resurrection, I thought, oh, that's so interesting. It's a body being brought brought back within the same lifetime. Just fascinating. But we could that go on, on about the Bible. Fascinating. Yes, it is. You're exactly right. It's your first walk in. We've got about two minutes to the end of the show. Carolyn, what is it that you'd like to share with the audience that would be helpful to people to take with them? Oh, thank you. Um, I guess I would want to close with a hope and a prayer that truly like-minded people and practitioners can really come together and, and try to help others just with anything that they're going through. Those that are genu genuine and sincerely want to help come forward and let's work together to all of this to help whatever it is somebody's going through. We all have different things that we're dealing with and there's so much, but if we go about it with love in the right way, we can all be helped. Yeah. Compassion. I think we've lost, um, a lot of our compassion for each other. Yeah. I see that a lot in the world. So um, I think that's a wonderful message to, to leave people with. And, um, you know, you guys pick up her book. It's called A Life by Request. It's a really interesting read. She tells her story and what, what it's a true story of what happened to her. And um, Carolyn, again, give your website. Alifebyrequest.com. There you go. So um, I just want to say, you guys, get out there and be nice to each other. And, and like we we're talking about, spread the love and, and really try to uh, do something nice for somebody else unselfishly, because those are the things that are really important. It's not the money. So this is Nancy. You're out. And I, Carolyn, thank you again for coming on the show. I hope you come back for the second book and, and share it with the audience. Will you do I that? would love to do that. Lots more. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was very fun. Oh, that's what we're hoping for, that you'll come back and, and you'll share more of the story of what's going on with Tom and what happened and what happened today. <laughs> hey, you guys, this is Nancy Yearout, and Thanks for tuning in today. Wisdom, love, and hope for our future. To sign up for my intuitive life coaching or a psychic reading, visit my website, www.nancyyearout.com. My email address is nancy at highroadtohumanity.com. So have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination.